Chapter 28 Back to home sweet, safe, home I ran a red light going home. The lady police officer was black, short, and had large breasts. She gave me a ticket. We talked some. Officer Zelda had a voice like music. I asked for her phone number, and she said that would be inappropriate. She gave me her business card that had a number handwritten on the back different from the printed number on the front. Sitting there talking with her, I discreetly pulled on the cage, and tried to make it more comfortable before I pulled away from the curb, and waved goodbye. I was okay with the ticket, the craving made me wonder what it would be like to make love to her, I had to get the cage off before I called her. It seemed around every corner there was a woman wanting to fuck me. I had never longed for something as much in my life. Ally's car was not in its spot, which was not abnormal, but I was hoping she would be home before me. I went through the back gate to go into our back door into the kitchen. A little to my surprise, Becca was out in our backyard on a blanket sunning. She was lying face down, facing away from our deck and me. She was topless and I noted the untanned line where her top normally covered seemed to be turning red. Her butt cheeks looked like two small mounds rising above a fresh cut lawn. I walked over to her, and she took earplugs out of her ears but was careful to keep her breasts buried in the blanket, probably to avoid arousing me. I found her body to be exquisite. Muscle definition was everywhere running under lightly tanned skin with only a very small part of it covered by the blue-green strip of material marking the boundaries of her best feature, in my opinion, her slightly under tanned ass cheeks. I took my eyes away from her ass cheeks as the cage tightened slightly, she squinted up at me and the sun behind me. Hi, how are you? Good, I thought I'd get some sun today. My eyes tried to see more where her breasts merged into her blanket. I see you are burning, do you want me, to put some suntan lotion on your back? I don't think that is a good idea. Her butt cheeks peered up at me again from underneath her blue-green bikini bottoms. I concluded her ass was a 10, at least. The craving wanted me to slide my fingers under her bikini bottoms and grab her ass. I knew that would make Ally mad, so I said no. The craving told me that Becca wanted me, so that it would happen anyway in a little while. Okay, I'll be inside if you change your mind. I went inside and changed into some shorts and a t-shirt. I was dribbling a little, so I put some Kleenex in my shorts to keep them from getting wet. I would pull out the Kleenex, before Ally caught me. I looked out the bedroom window, and saw Becca trying to put her top back on. I got my binoculars out that I used to watch birds in the spring, and watched her. Thinking she was alone, she sat up on her blanket, and bared her breasts. She had pointy, dark nipples that turned upward. Her breasts stood up firm on their own the skin stretched tight over some hidden treasure below the surface. I watched her stand up and straighten her bikini. She let her right hand pass over her pussy, and then just held her hand there for about 15 seconds pressing into her crotch. The craving was making her horny. She headed for the back door, I headed downstairs quickly. We met at the kitchen counter. She was refreshing her rum and coke. Her beautiful ass cheeks seemed to stand at attention and welcome me. Do you want anything? 
a beer, please. Okay, I will bring it to you. I went to the living room and camped out on the couch. A few minutes later, she was sitting on the love seat where Ally had sat nude a few days before. Both were uniquely beautiful. As far as bikinis go, hers was brief, but not overly provocative. Not that I would normally care, but now I was enjoying the cage being snug, but not tight, and the ache in my ball seemed manageable. I had no desire to upset my reprieve from frustration with unrealistic expectations. Despite that resolve, her butt cheeks hanging out below her bikini bottoms, and the top inside of her breasts, and where her nipples made bumps in the fabric, kept drawing my eyes, and the cage was gradually getting tighter. Please stop thinking about them. Them being her ass cheeks and boobs. I tried to not stare or to compare her open legs to how Ally sat there with open legs, when she was nude. I was a man truly gaining control of his own mind. I acknowledged the progress I had made in being master of my own mind, and forced myself to look around the room instead. I took a deep slow breath, and resolved to be wary when our eyes briefly locked, and I felt a surge in my penis. That's not fair, it is just her eyes. I complained inside my head. How was Ally this morning? She was good. She wasn't upset about what happened at the coffee pot. She didn't say anything about it when she left. She just told me she had something to do right after work, and she needed to talk to me. No, she was cool. I wondered if she was seeing Teddy. He had been in his cage for about a week. I wondered how desperate he was getting. Ally would be enjoying seeing him fall apart. I doubted if he could be keeping it together, as well as I was. I am a pro. I wondered if she would have him go down on her. The cage got tighter with that thought. I really had no defense against Ally, because she understood pussy power at some level above mine. Becca's body was fabulous, but she did not understand her powers, like Ally did. What did you tell her? What was there to tell? I asked her, trying to avoid Becca having the same reaction that Sally had when she asked a similar question. My own newly found wisdom amazed me as I took a long swallow of beer. My imaginary arm twisted unnaturally to pat myself on the back. I am not sure how to take how you are acting right now. She sounded a little offended to me, but I was unclear what the hell she was talking about. She repeated her complaint with new words, I focused my furrowed brow. This morning you were not acting like it was nothing and, you were being all noble about how you tell Ally everything, which I didn't think was wise. She was being defensive. A lot was boiling under the surface. I made a mental note to be careful. I didn't know how to play my cards, either like it was nothing, and invalidate what we both knew happened, or to acknowledge it, and perhaps reignite the flame. Neither seemed like a good idea. I tried to split the middle with my newly found personal skills. Yes, we did have a moment, that I should mention to Ally. I noted that there was an implied lie in what I had just said, since I had told Ally the important stuff, about the coffee pot incident, as it was now referred to. 
So you didn't talk to her yet? I need to have a heads up and know what you said before I talk with her. I want to follow your lead and I don't want to mess up things with my sister. Or you. It was clear her priority was her sister which was fair enough. I told her I had a lust attack. Is that the same as you getting all hot and bothered? Yes, that is how she would hear it. She was now on the front edge of the love seat and had turned her body toward mine. Her legs were wide open and I had let my eyes wander down to her crotch and wondered if we were about to get aroused again. The tension between us was growing, there were powerful forces in work that she did not understand. How could I explain that to her? Ally already was starting to think I was crazy, but the craving already had Ally, so her judgment was no better than mine. I was hoping Becca would resist the craving, otherwise, my life was going to get very complicated. I was losing the battle with the craving. Happy was now pounding at the end of the tube, and the ring around my balls was being pulled forward. My penis was pushing hard against the wire that went across the bottom of the tube. I knew if I could pull on the cage a little, I could get it in a little more comfortable position. But for the third time in the day, or was it the fourth, I was fighting to act like nothing was happening. If I could play my cards right, she would go back outside, and all would be well. I wasn't clear exactly where I had lost control of happy, but I desperately wanted to end this conversation and be alone before we lost control completely. Stress-provoking questions flooded my mind. Why did talking about being aroused together cause Happy to stand up and shout? Was the acknowledgement of a mutual arousal, the proverbial spark to set in motion a feedback circuit between Becca and me? Was I now in three feedback circuits? Did the same actions cause sparks in each of those circuits? How did the three feedback circuits interact? What role did jealousy play in enhancing or diminishing the intensity of the feedback circuits? Was it foolish for me to think, I could not get aroused being around a beautiful and sexy woman in a bikini in the privacy of my home, when I had not been allowed to come for going on four weeks? I suddenly felt helpless in controlling the arousal that was building inside my groin, and my entire being. Becca's mouth was moving with one of her own questions. What did you say about me? She was leaning in toward me. I tried not to look down her top at her swinging breasts, her facial expression changed slightly, she had noticed my failure. God, please don't do this to me Becca. I screamed inside. I, I said you were hot ta ta. I had opened my mouth and stuttered. The same stutter she had heard in the morning, when I was aroused out of my mind. But I am more in control now, I reminded myself. I studied her expressions, to see how she interpreted my small stumble. Her eyes looked down, as if she was trying to hide her own reactions, instead of being overly concerned about my reactions. Was this evidence of the electric current building in our feedback circuit? How far down the rabbit hole had we already plunged? 
We continued to pretend nothing was happening. The evidence for the contrary view had not yet slapped us hard enough in the face. Even Becca daring to wear a bikini said she was in denial. My ignoring her butt cheeks sticking out below her bikini bottoms, even though they kept doing reruns on my internal movie screen, was evidence of my denial. I noted both of these pieces of evidence as if a prosecutor were building a case for my anti-feedback argument. I realized I was becoming anal, in my attempt to stay in control. It was all I had though. What did you say I did? She said it slowly, and deliberately, as if trying to get through to someone that was dense, or perhaps turned on, or perhaps distracted in their own internal dialogue. I was irritated at having to deal with her and my body's response, and I blurted something like, You were leaning back on the counter with your boobs stuck out and your legs open. I said it flat without emotion, but I could hear my words, and I knew my word choice sucked. What was weird was that I hadn't even said that to Ally. I had just fumbled the football, what was wrong with me? She stood up, and came close to me. Her crotch was too close to my face. She smelled so good. I was not. I was just standing there like I am standing now. And you are getting all hot and bothered, just like you were this morning. Damn. She had just said it out loud. With it she walked righteously through the sliding glass door to the backyard. But 10 seconds later, she was back in the kitchen, I think pouring more rum in her coke. 15 seconds later, she was standing in front of my TV, blocking the view of a commercial with a beautiful woman. Becca stood there, with a drink in one hand, her legs spread slightly in what seemed like a very aggressive, almost manly stance. Was she mad I asked myself? I corrected myself, I should use the word angry. Okay, we have to sort this out if I am going to be here very long. I wondered how long she was staying but didn't ask. I had mixed feelings, but I knew when I was in lust I should not try to think. Oh God, you are in full lust again. She is so damn sexy when she is mad. What is the problem? I said a little defensively. The problem is that you are very aroused, and I have done nothing. Well, I am not very aroused, and I agree you have done nothing wrong. I decided a microsecond later that I should have let the provocative word wrong out of the sentence. Should I not wear a bikini around you? What else am I not allowed to wear? Look, I think you are very hot, but I don't think there is any problem here. You can wear anything you want. You are struggling to talk, that is not nothing. I'm good, I lied. What do I need to wear so as not to bother you? You really want to know? I said my voice escalating the situation. Denying arousal seems very inefficient I noted. I wouldn't have asked if I didn't want to know. I have been struggling a little lately, but if you want to know, loose pants and baggy tops. I don't have loose pants or baggy tops. What else? I don't know. I said a little breathlessly. 
she said back down on the love seat. What are you talking about you have been struggling lately? I am just a little more horny than normal lately. The way Ally was screaming this morning, that is not a bad thing, but you can't come all unwound, every time I am around. I was hoping this morning was because, you just walked away from Ally, and you were still turned on from her. Is it bothering you? Yes, it is bothering me. It's not right. So, are you saying you are getting hot and bothered too, or you are bothered by my getting hot and bothered? It sounded like an inquisition. Everything out of my mouth seemed provocative, but my brain could not seem to function in real time, but only with a 10 second lag. I don't want to go there again. But you are there. I mean I don't want to talk about it. Because it will make it more real? You are talking about it. We need to nip this in the bud. You need to stop talking about it. It is happening again, and it is making me crazy. I don't want this to happen. She left the room and went upstairs. She came down about 15 minutes later, wearing tight blue jeans, and a sweatshirt. Her ass looked incredible in her tight jeans. I was suddenly wondering, and fearing where Ally might be. Part of me wanted her to be home, and not out with Teddy, or someone else. Part of me did not want her to show up until Becca and I could work things out a little bit. We both were on the same side of wanting not to hurt Ally and we fundamentally agreed with each other, but we were both being defensive and sabotaging everything with our own lust. Becca stood in front of me without saying anything and then moved over slowly, and sat down on the couch beside me. Her boobs still looked big and delicious, but they were not on display like the white top, she had worn without a bra. She was trying to not look the part of a sexual and attractive woman. I gave an A for effort, a D plus for effectiveness. She still looked fantastic. However, I was sitting in the middle of the couch to be aligned with the center of the TV. She got up and turned off the TV, and sat down again about 6 inches from me. Her close presence, she smelled delicious, my condition, and her being very desirable was starting to make me feel helpless. At the top of my desires was wanting to fuck her, my eyes wandered to her crotch, and then up to her boobs. What was I supposed to do? My body was slowly going down the path of making love to her in my imagination, and I felt powerless to stop it. I tried to slow my breathing. You're incorrigible. I thought I gave you enough time to settle down. I didn't know how she knew where I looked, and that I was still turned on, but she did. I had no real clue, what I should do. I had no idea of how not to be turned on, but neither did she. My internal monitor said her body was going down the same path as mine. The feedback circuit was building between us, with each second that passed. You are sitting too close. You have to be kidding me. She got up, and moved to the love seat. My eyes went to her ass, and my mind to a country song about how my baby has no idea how good she looks in her tight jeans. Look I wanted to stay here a while in your house, but this cannot be happening, between you and me. 
so you are as bothered as I am. She ignored that comment. It was my fault, I should not have come downstairs wearing nothing. You weren't nude. I might as well have been. I am always messing up stuff. I'm sorry. Her tone had changed, and she sounded almost like she was going to cry. Sit there a minute. We are going to work this out, it is going to be okay. I want you to be able to stay here as long as you want, and that is what Ally wants too. I am going to make myself a strong drink, to help me calm down. I picked up her glass, which she had finished upstairs apparently. I will be right back. Do you want another? Rum with a splash of coke, no ice. I agree, we need to settle down. I noted her glass was too small. In the kitchen I got two 14 ounce glasses. I filled hers three quarters with rum, I filled mine half with whiskey. I put in a generous amount of ice in mine, and then splashed some coke in each glass. I went back to the living room, and put her drink down in front of her. She picked it up without hesitation and had a long swallow. You're not trying to get me drunk, are you? I didn't answer her directly. I am trying to help settle your nerves and mine. We need to talk honestly and calmly and figure this out. Okay, we can do this. She said and let out a long slow breath. I judged she was still very close to bawling. Her neediness was making my penis throb in the cage, I hated myself for it, but I did not know how to calm down. The chemistry between us was incendiary. I wanted to be honest with her, but telling her about the cage, was out of the question, that would be too weird, and Ally would not be okay with it. Ally has been keeping me hot and bothered. She is doing a lot of teasing and crazy, over-the-top sex stuff, lately, that is making me crazy. I have an idea, let's just call Ally and talk with her. Becca sat there without saying anything but taking several sips of her drink as the phone rang loudly on my speakerphone. I had started thinking calling Ally was a bad idea, when she picked up. Hi. Hi, I'm here with Becca on speaker. Hi, Becca. What's up? Hi, we are discussing something, and we thought you could help. Becca volunteered as she moved over, and sat next to me on the couch, to talk into my phone. Okay, shoot. Ally answered and then before Becca could reply. Shoot, ooh. What? Never mind, it was to someone else. Okay, Robert told me he told you about the incident at the coffee pot. Yes. He did. I am sorry about that. I will try to be a little more clothed when I come down. Okay, but lots of things turn Robert on. He is incorrigible. If you eliminate every outfit that turns him on, you won't have anything to wear. Well, that wouldn't be a good idea, huh? Becca said, and then laughed. Ally's calmness about what happened was calming Becca down. I felt brilliant for calling Ally. Actually, I would like to see that. That would be funny. We should do a fashion show for Robert, when I get home, 
Make him eat his heart out. It all just has to run its course. Don't worry about it, Becca. There is nothing you can do to keep Robert from being turned on by you. He can't help it either. It's okay. What is happening? A fashion show? I don't think that is the direction I want to take things. They are bad enough already. Why? What happened? I was in the yard suntanning, and he got all hot and bothered. A bikini, I assume. Yes, and he gets completely beside himself. Yay, he does that. Did he make a pass? His drooling might as well be a pass. She gets turned on too. I said. I do not. Becca? Okay, a little, but I don't go nuts, like Robert does. Mercy, ooh. Are you making fun of me? No, it is something else. I don't see a problem, Becca. Let him get all hot and bothered, it sounds like it's... his problem. If you are going to be here a long time, and I hope you are, you should be able to wear anything you want, and just ignore Robert. Are you sure? Look, anything short of fucking, I'm fine with it. You two can make out, I don't care. It will warm him up for me. Have fun, go for it. For now, anything. Anything but fucking. Ooh. Ooh, stop for a moment. What's wrong? It's not a good time for me. Go put your sexiest bikini on, that's an order and have some fun with Robert, warm him up for me, we will talk later, bye. Go now, Becca. Go. Robert, is Becca out of the room? Yes, she went upstairs. Robert, I am going to tell you something that may be hard on you, but is part of our committee to be open and honest with each other. Teddy is holding the phone to my ear. I took my skirt game to a new level with Teddy, that has been in a cage for a week and is really desperate for sex. I feel very exposed in my 7-inch skirt, no underwear, sheer top with no bra. We are sitting at a high table near the bar at Applebee's with meals ordered, having drinks and appetizers. I just let Teddy cuff my hands behind me, the keys are at his house. He is feeding me with a shaky right hand, his left hand is clamped between my thighs. People are watching as Teddy is falling apart. I have promised to free and fuck him in a week, if he behaves at three such outings this week. I am making him crazy, and I feel so vulnerable in this predicament game. Teddy, not now, stop, stop it. I have to go, good luck with Becca. Becca appeared 10 minutes later, with her empty glass and weaved across in front of me like she was modeling her outfit. She headed to the kitchen for more rum, as I soaked her in. Her lips were covered with bright red lipstick, not too skillfully applied, but with intentions loud and clear. Her hair was brushed out, and somehow much different than before. She couldn't have been more attractive to me if she was nude. As she walked away from me, I fully appreciated the view. She was in a thong, her butt cheeks bare, the smallest of patches covering her pussy, 
which must be shaved I deduced from the lack of a single hint of hair. I wondered if the red triangle over her pussy was larger than the bright yellow triangles over her nipples. I noted that a single bow on her left hip held the red triangle in place, and that two bows, one in the center of her back and one on the back of her neck, held the yellow triangles in place. The yellow triangles were not positioned well, both nipples seemed on the verge of escaping. She clearly had passed her limit with drinking. I wondered how she could manage while drunk to tie the bow on her back snug enough to keep the triangle in place when she bent forward. I will refresh your drink she said as she bent forward to pick it up in front of me. All very deliberate to show me what she had. I noted her breasts seemed to swing back and forth, as the yellow triangles flew like kites hanging below her nipples. Without conscious thought, I started to reach up and hold them. I stopped myself, but she noticed that she nearly had me out of control. Becca came back with full drinks and sat there without saying a word for a few minutes. I don't know what to do with what Ally said. That is not the Ally I know. And what was she doing? I heard a guy making noise. She was making love to a guy, wasn't she? She looked at me with disbelief all over her face. Yes, she was with a man. We are experimenting with having an open relationship. Ally told me, I just didn't believe it. Well, I am not into that. And sleeping with my sister's boyfriend just seems like a really bad idea. And I am not going to make out with you. Nothing good could come of that. Ally told me, I just didn't believe it. Well, I am not into that. And sleeping with my sister's boyfriend just seems like a really bad idea. And I am not going to make out with you. Nothing good could come of that. She said she didn't want us to fuck. That's her line in the sand. Kissing seems like even a worse idea. So I am supposed to kiss you, get more worked up, and then just walk away. It's been more than a year since I had sex with a man, maybe close to two years. Talking about this is not going to help anything. You don't want to hear all this shit. We have all had relationships go south. You are a beautiful, kind, and sexy woman. Men will line up to go out with you, when you are ready. Yeah, they want my body, not so much me, just like you do. I've worked on my body for years, and it is harder than ever to get a man to see me, the real me inside. I want them to see me. I want you to see me. I understand, you don't want me to get turned on. I am sorry, I really can't help it. I will try harder. Someone wanting me, like you do, is really pretty cool, and such a turn on. I just don't trust men. I don't trust you, I'm sorry. You're still turned on, aren't you? Very much so. You are afraid I am going to jump you, or make a pass, or what? Talk with me, please. I don't know exactly. I don't think it is right to have sex with you of any kind, no matter what Ally says. I get scared when you get so turned on.
I feel like I am going to lose control of the situation. I have some history with men that is not so good. And to be honest, I don't trust myself either. I am not used to dealing with the kind of chemistry we have. There I said it. I'm sorry, it is not personal. I have an idea. Refresh our drinks, I am going to get some stuff to make you feel safer, and then we are going to sit here, and talk, and get to know each other. I ran upstairs, grabbed the leather bag that has our cuffs, and other BDSM toys in it, and headed back down. Becca was on the love seat, sipping her drink looking less than calm. I sat the bag on the coffee table, and pulled out a pair of handcuffs. I stood in the middle of the room, and put the first pair around my ankles. Her eyes got a little big. She sat there like a deer in the headlights, waiting to see what I was going to do. I put the second pair of cuffs on my right wrist, then put my hands behind me, and did my left wrist. I then hobbled very slowly, and sat on the couch diagonal from her on the love seat. She spoke first. I am not really into that kind of stuff. This is really freaking me out. This whole situation is unbearable. I thought it would make you feel safer, knowing that I'm not able to do much, when I am cuffed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to freak you out. I should have asked you first, I messed up. I'm sorry, don't freak out, please. Where are the keys? I don't want to do this. They are in that zipper pocket, on the side of the bag, or that is where they are supposed to be. Becca stood up and looked inside of the pocket, and in several other spots including in the main part of the bag. They are not in here. Where else could they be? I remembered Ally saying she had cuffed Teddy several times. I think they are in Ally's purse. I feel like I am being manipulated. I don't want to play this game. Becca said as she got up and headed outside. I sat on the couch wondering what I should have said, how I should have handled things. Becca was clearly pissed off and thought my intentions were bad. Part of me had to admit that part of me hoped something kinky might go down. As I sat there, I watched the ice melting in my drink, and a clear water zone start forming at the top of my glass. I wondered if Becca had gone back to sunning, or maybe just sitting with her drink on the back porch. I sat back, and watched all the ice in my glass disappear. But the cage also started to loosen. What was I supposed to do now? 40 minutes, or so, after Becca went outside, she came back in, and started fixing herself another drink. After she finished making her drink, she started back outside again, and then stopped, and looked over at me on the couch. Can I get you something? A straw? With that, she walked over, stood there a moment and started laughing. She didn't say anything, picked up my drink, and went into the kitchen. She poured the top half in the sink, filled my glass with whiskey and ice, then banged around looking through drawers. She came back a few minutes later with my drink, 
with a big straw in it. She sat the drink down in front of me. Well, I think I am ready to talk now. When I smiled, she raised my glass up and let me sip through the straw. What would you like to talk about? I asked her. First, why did you lock yourself up? To make you feel safe, although I see, I should have asked your opinion before I acted. Well, I do feel safe now. It just took a while. So it worked. What would you like to do now? I thought we could talk some, drink some, and eventually order some pizza. She reached over to the coffee table, took out the straw, and then put the glass up to my lips and poured a big swallow down my throat. I'm on my third rum and coke, and these glasses are large. You are on your first, you have a lot of catching up to do, if this is going to be a fair drink and talk session. First thing I want to know is, why do you get so turned on by me? Is it me, or do you do this around all women? It's both. I get turned on easily, you are so perfect, and one more thing. And what would that be? Open up, large swallow, I want the truth from you, sir. I want you, as drunk as I am. I see you want me drunk. Are you going to take advantage of me? She takes a large swallow from her own glass, but says nothing. Okay, you asked me why I really get turned on by you. The one thing that really gets me turned on is seeing a woman, especially a beautiful woman, sparsely clad, getting turned on. And you really, got turned on at the coffee pot, and tonight. How did you know that I am? I was. Turned on? I don't really know. Maybe you put off some hormones, you talk funny, or like now you are breathing a little fast. Your legs are moving nervously, and your hands go to your crotch, where you touch your hair a little too often. I don't really know, but the more, I got turned on, so did you. I get it, we feed off each other. So what are we going to do about it? How do we stop it? We could go one of two ways. We can try to ignore it, and hope it goes away, but I am guessing it will only get stronger now, that it is out in the open. Or we can go with it, and do some kissing and petting, until we are tired of each other, like old married couples. I'm guessing that will only make it worse, or better, depending on what you want. Can I ask you something personal? Open up first, big swallow, Robert. I want your ass to be as drunk as mine. I'm guessing that will only make it worse, or better, depending on what you want. Can I ask you something personal? Open up first, big swallow, Robert. I want your ass to be as drunk as mine. What do you want to know? What do you do to Ally, that makes her wail as she does? You don't have to tell me, but I just feel like I am missing something here. Nothing here feels normal. It feels like I have stepped into an alternative universe. Okay, let's set some ground rules. If Ally asks us what we talk about we keep it generic. We talked about sex and only give specific answers to specific questions. 
ally and I let the other have their secrets, until they start impacting us. For example, she can flirt with a guy at work, and she is under no obligation to tell me. But if she is going to go out with him, or spend the night, she tells me she is going to be gone, so I can make other plans. Or if one of us starts falling in love with someone, we would tell the other. But, we are allowed to keep things with friends, and lovers, confidential. We both usually say more than the other demands, especially ally, because she likes to agitate me. But I think we will make more progress understanding each other, if it is just between us, until we get it all sorted out. So, I want you to know it is okay with ally, if we keep some things confidential. Can we tell her, we are having confidential conversations, is that okay with you? Yes, we can. That's a good idea. Okay, your question is, what do I do to ally? It is my magic tongue. Sometimes I use a vibrator on her, but usually, just my magic tongue. And you moan, a lot, like a wild animal. I can hear you in my room. Yes, I get very aroused. I completely lose it, sometimes, I want it so badly. You don't fuck her? Not recently. What does she do for you? She lets me go down on her. A lot. Do you fuck other people? Or have them go down on you? Not yet. So, you just jack off? Okay, here is where I expect you to keep this confidential. Soiree on your empty rum glass. But it is still half full. Oh, okay. Down the hatch. Phew. Here finish yours, and I will fill our glasses. We need to order that pizza soon, I am getting shit-faced. Okay, here is the answer to your question. Ally doesn't allow it. She doesn't allow you to fuck, or jack off. She doesn't allow you to get off? Either. Why? And how can she do that? I am not allowed to tell you that. Google it. Give me a couple of minutes. Wow, I didn't know people did that. That explains a lot. Chastity. Holy shit, and look there is a search phrase, chastity captions. I don't believe it. Does she have your junk locked up? Nobody does this shit, do they? That's why I never see an erection even when you start that jerking thing you do. How do you feel? Holy shit. I don't know what to say. How long has it been? This weekend it will be a month. I am so horny, I feel like I am going insane. I have to warn you, I am about to lose it again, sitting here next to you with you starting to understand. What do you mean exactly? I mean, I am getting so turned on, I am going to lose control of my body. That shaking, trembling jerking thing, you did before.
I see you are spotting again, it's worse this time. Oh God, poor you, it's like you are having a convulsion. I so want to fuck you. Please, God I want you, you are so perfect. Please fuck me. Please don't say that. That only makes it worse. For you? For both of us, you know we can't fuck. It's okay, you can't help it. I am sorry, I am doing this to you. I leaned over, and tried to kiss her. She moved back a little, and my head fell in her lap as I fell over. I moved a little, and tried to go to her crotch. I think I begged her to open her legs, and I tried to burrow my head in between her legs. Her soft thighs against my cheeks, her hands on my head, and my cock pulsing in the cage blending with the sounds of hard breathing against her crotch. With my hands cuffed behind me and my ankles cuffed, she easily scooted away from me, leaving me there humping the side of the couch. I stayed there moaning, my knees on the carpet, my head and shoulders on the couch, my body going through a meltdown, as pain and desire blended into loud moans. Sometime later, I fell asleep, and when I woke up it was dark with one small lamp on. In the shadows, Becca was face down on the carpet, sound asleep, still in her bikini with the light reflecting off her beautiful ass cheeks. A small moan came from my chest, as a small aftershock hit the cage against the side of the couch, as I stared at Becca's ass. I could hear someone in the kitchen, I assumed Ally was home.